Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Thanks for listening and welcome to 7-Minute Torah. This is one of those weeks where it's hard to know what to say. My mission here at the podcast is to talk about the Torah portion. It's not a news podcast. It's not a Jewish world podcast. And yet, on a week like this, it's hard not to talk about rockets hitting Israel, about airstrikes on Gaza, about mobs in the streets of Israel's mixed cities. In troubling times, we Jews have always turned to the ancient words of Torah to find guidance and wisdom. And what we read this week is strangely, almost eerily appropriate, because it has to do with military capacity. This week we're reading from Parshat Bamidbar. Bamidbar is the first portion in the Book of Bamidbar, which in English is the Book of Numbers. It's called Bamidbar because it takes place, Bamidbar, in the desert. This is the beginning of the people's journey through the wilderness toward the Promised Land. And it's called Numbers because it begins with a census, with a counting of the Israelites. This is Numbers chapter 1, verse 2. It says, Se'u et rosh kol adat b'nei Israel. Lift up the heads. That is to say, count or take a census of the entire Israelite community. Now, this census is ostensibly for military purposes. The Israelites are about to leave Mount Sinai and move their way into the desert toward the Promised Land. And there are going to be military engagements along the way. So they count the people in order to understand their capacity to meet those engagements. There is, as I said, there is a kind of eerie familiarity here. The the calling up of soldiers, the knowledge that bloodshed is coming, the anticipation of casualties, of both inflicting and taking casualties. We can be sure, as we read this portion, that... As the Torah lists the numbers of able-bodied men in every tribe, that between the lines there is a deep awareness of the awfulness of war, of the human price that violence exacts. And one of the places where we see that is in the language that's used to describe the taking of the census. So let me read that line again. This is Numbers chapter 1, verse 2. It says, Se'u et rosh, lift up the heads of the whole Israelite community. So the word that's used to mean counting the people or taking a census doesn't actually say count the people. It literally says lift up their heads. On the surface, this is really just a Hebrew idiom for counting. We actually have a parallel word to this in English when we say to take a head count. But the commentators, as always, are interested in why the Torah uses the language that it uses. And it may not surprise you to learn that They find meaning in there that goes far beyond counting and military. The first thing that the commentators note is that lifting up the head is an individual action. It's one thing to say, count all the people. It's quite another thing to say, lift up each of their heads and list them by name, which is actually what the Torah says. There's a message in there that people count as individuals. In fact, the Meha Shiloach, who's a 19th century Polish commentator, says that through this counting, every individual is meant to be lifted and supported. And of course, for those of us who live in the diaspora, who are far away from rockets falling and riots in the streets, 
one of the few things we can do is reach out to people we know and let them know that we're thinking about them and wishing for their safety and well-being. The message of Se'u'at Rosh, of lifting up heads, reminds us that beyond the news headlines and beyond the rhetoric and beyond the governments that are frankly often making destructive decisions, there are real people who are suffering and dying on all sides of the borders. And while it's tempting to pick a side in a conflict like this, the real side that we ought to be on is the side of humanity. Se'u'at Rosh, lift up the heads of the people and see them as individuals. I think there's a second meaning to that phrase, and it speaks to this particular moment. One of the really disturbing elements of this current conflict has been the infighting going on in the streets of Israel's own cities, mixed Jewish-Arab cities like Lod and Haifa and Jaffa, where there have been Jewish mobs and Arab mobs carrying out acts of racist violence toward fellow Israelis. A lot of people are saying it's a sign of deep division, of a deep unwellness in the very fabric of Israel's society, and it is something that Israel must begin to contend with. And here I'd like to quote my teacher, Rabbi Michael Marmer, who lives in Jerusalem and who teaches rabbis at Hebrew Union College. He wrote beautifully on Facebook about these tragic goings-on in Israel's cities and about what it means for Israelis to take stock and begin to repair. He writes, The sight of my fellow Jews marching through the streets of many of Israel's cities shouting death to Arabs and vengeance should not be downplayed or contextualized. Knowing that such acts have been mirrored on the Arab side with similar lethal results only makes the situation worse. This hatred, mired in grief and fear fueled by misinformation, empowered by politicians, may be more of a threat to Israel than all of the rockets of Hamas and Hezbollah combined. End quote. So from there, Rabbi Marmer goes on to talk about what this entails on Israelis today. He's using the language of the holiday of Shavuot, which is the holiday of the giving of the Torah, which happens this weekend. He writes, again, I'm quoting, to be heirs of those who stood at Sinai, that is to be recipients of Torah, means to take responsibility. Jews and Arabs will have to stand together at the foot of the mountain. This year, thugs and missiles and mayhem notwithstanding, we will need to heed a revelation of responsibility to hear the commandment to repair. End quote. Se'u et rosh, to lift up your head, means to take a personal accounting. That's the second meaning. It means to be thoughtful about your own capacities and your own actions. In this parsha, the ancient Israelites are called on to take an accounting of their readiness to head into the desert toward the promised land. And in dark moments like this one, we are called on to take an accounting of how our actions and attitudes may have led to conflict or mistrust or a cycle of violence. Do we dehumanize the other, even in micro ways? Do we participate in teaching a simplistic narrative? Do we really do the work of seeing others as human beings rather than as rivals or enemies? Do we keep our heads down and hope for the best? Or do we lift them up and work for the better? These are questions for Jews and Arabs, for Israelis and for those who live in the diaspora who love Israel. They are questions that we need to ask ourselves if there's going to be change. These are difficult times, and it's easy to feel helpless. 
But Bamidbar is a forward-looking parsha. It teaches that there is a promised land on the other side of the desert, and it is possible to get there. May those who are suffering in this conflict feel lifted up and supported in the knowledge that they are in our hearts. May we all lift up our heads in personal accounting, asking the hard questions that might lead to a better future. And may peace and change come soon to all those who live in the land. Thanks for listening. Hey there, Rabbi Micah Streifer here. As a listener of 7-Minute Torah, I want to invite you to continue the conversation in our new Facebook group. It's a place to talk about the weekly Torah portion or about Judaism and to connect with fellow listeners. Just go to Facebook and search 7-Minute Torah Listen and Discuss. Then you can join the group and join the conversation. See you there. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.